Hello there, Dr. Alan Hedberg here again, and uh, this is the Psychology Report. You know, every family, every parent wants to be successful, and every parent wants their children to be successful. But success as a parent and success in the home and success with your children depends upon certain patterns of behavior, certain patterns of teaching that would prevail on the part of the parents and be activated towards their children. Much psychological research has been conducted on what separates out a family that's successful from a family that's not, a family that achieves and a family that doesn't particularly achieve. Parents that are considered to be successful in their parenting and parents that are considered not to be very successful in their parenting, judged by the outcome of their children. But just what are some of the characteristics? What are some of the patterns of behavior that psychological research has uncovered to be part of a successful family life, a successful parenting process, and the behavior patterns of successful parents as measured by their children? And the outcome. In other words, who are successful children? What kind of parenting have they had over the years? And what separates them? The children and the families and the parents that are not particularly successful. Let's take a look at five findings in recent psychological research that seems to prevail back into early centuries, not just now today but have been patterns of success historically, as well as today in our contemporary world. Number one, children by parents are to be taught to be goal-oriented. You see, it's not a matter of just kind of having your children go through school and achieve certain levels of performance and standards of academic excellence, but it's to set a goal and achieve that goal. Now, whether that's achieved the first attempt or achieved in the third attempt doesn't really matter so much. What matters is that you teach goal setting and goal orientation and the behavior patterns that need to be engaged in to reach that goal and the behavior patterns that are to be avoided so you don't sabotage that goal from being reached. The goals can be reached, but you have to do certain things and you have to avoid certain behavior patterns. So it's, it's up to the parents. First of all, parents have to teach goal-oriented behavior. And they teach it by doing it themselves. If parents are goal-oriented, the children will pick that up and tend to be goal-oriented. But if parents are not goal-oriented, children are probably not going to be goal-oriented either. Unless they've had the fortunate experience of having parents, I mean, pardon me, grandparents and teachers that are goal-oriented. So children are to be taught to be goal-oriented Parents are to set the pace, be the example, live the life of a goal orientation life, and then promote it with their children. Number two, children are to be informed of expected levels of achievement and held to those expectations with firmness and fairness. Catch the point here. Children are to be informed of expected levels of achievement. Do you tell your children what levels of academic excellence you expect that you want them to achieve, to excel towards? You set patterns of behavior that you expect them to behave in certain kinds of ways and not behave in other kinds of ways, whether that's in school or outside of school or in the home or in the community or whatever, 
what are the expectations that you have of your children? And then do you follow up to make sure that those expectations are honored, are followed, are achieved, are maintained, are lived out? But you have to be firm. That means you need to enforce it. If you say it, you got to do it. You can't just hedge. You can't just say it and then forget about it. you got to say it and follow up. That's being fair. It also has to be firm. Firm means you enforce it. You encourage it. You underscore it. You make sure that it takes place. But you do so in a kind manner with respect for the children, but also in a manner that it would be considered fair. Okay, number three. Children are to be encouraged to take time out each week to read and be reflective. Now, what does that mean? Put away all your electronics. Pick up a book and read. Books are the backbone of America. Back, books are the backbone of success. Books are the backbone of academic success. You have to feel comfortable with books if you're going to go on and be educated. You have to feel comfortable in picking up a book and reading it and understanding it and using the information from it to achieve your goals and to maintain a lifestyle and to advance a lifestyle. So you have to make sure that reading is part of every child's life on a regular basis, preferably weekly and daily even. Now, it doesn't have to be read for an hour. You don't have to read for two hours. Sometimes 10 minutes of reading, 15 minutes of reading is, is adequate. But make sure your kids read because that's part of success. That's part of the future. That's part of how to make your life goal-oriented and achieve it and to excel in areas of understanding and skill. You have to read. But you also have to be reflective, which means you think about what you've read. You have dialogue. You have discussion with what you've read. So parents are to engage their children in some kind of questioning, some kind of discussion of the reading that they've just done so that they can reflect on it and to be thinking about it and to apply it to their life or to apply it in situations where they find themselves. Reflection is part of the process. That is to sit back and think. And quietness and confidence and thinking patterns helps bring about successful children. You have to be reflective. You have to be thoughtful. You have to be quiet. You have to be open to hearing a small voice within you, to listening to the environment, listening to other people with a third ear. That is, you hear the message beneath the message. You listen to the message behind the message. That's being reflective. Considering what you've read and what it means. So make sure reading. Put away the iPod. Put away the electronics for a period of time. You know, if you read 15 minutes a day, you know what you're going to be. You read 15 minutes a day for one entire year. You're going to be an expert on the subject on which you read. It's certainly recommended that you pick one subject, such as a biography of somebody, and read for 15 minutes a day, every single day for a year. And you will know more about that topic or that person or whatever it is that you read about than anybody else. You'll be the expert. So get on with it. Number four, children are to be provided abundant affection for any and all levels of achievement. You know, it's good for a parent to recognize that a kid tried and achieved, made some level of achievement, and a satisfactory level of achievement, or met the expectations that they put out. But what a parent needs to do is to make sure that they affirm the child, underscore the child in praise and uh, admiration 
for the efforts put forth and for the achievement attained. Sometimes it's not first place. Sometimes it's not the very best. But it's better than what they had been doing before. Or it's better than what they did last year. Or it's better than what they did last month. If there's improvement, praise it. If there's advancement, commend it. Pay attention to it. Underscore it. And make it a happy occasion when you notice that your child has excelled and has achieved and has had some level of achievement and success. Praise it. Praise it to the highest heavens, if you will. Make sure an achievement on the part of your child does not go unnoticed. And now the last one, number five. Children are to be motivated by keeping track of their progress over time and are to be encouraged to celebrate all levels of their achievement. Here's the point there. Kids are to be taught how to keep track of their progress. You as a parent keep track of a child's progress. You get little check marks, you get little calendars out, you make notations, you make check marks when certain behaviors occur, and you follow the pattern. Inappropriate behavior, bad behavior goes down. Appropriate, good behavior increases in the frequency of occurrence. In other words, you should be able to show on a piece of paper, on a calendar, on some kind of a chart, that the goal is being achieved may not be totally, may not be perfect, but that there is improvement or that there is levels of success here. You need to chart that there is progress being made over time and that you teach your child to commend themselves, to celebrate their levels of achievement, to be happy for what they achieve, to be joyful over the fact that they tried and they did better, they improved. May not be perfect, but they improved. Help a child to be self-rewarding, self-praising, self-affirming. You need to do it yourself as a parent to a child. But you got to help children be self-affirming by simply saying to the child, Look it, you ought to be very happy for yourself for what you've just done. You have every reason to be pleased and happy for what you've just achieved. Take credit for what you just did. You have really done well. Be happy with yourself. Take credit for it. So if that's some of the wording and some of the ways that you teach a child to be self-praising, well, parenting is very intentional. The child's level of success does not come naturally and easily. It comes with intentional parenting. It comes with focused parenting. It comes with parenting that is uh, determined to teach successful behavior. Not just good behavior. Not just, in a, not just appropriate behavior successful behavior because what you want to build is a child that is successful not only in academic levels of high school or junior high school or elementary or college for that matter but will be successful in every endeavor in which they try jobs and hobbies and uh, recreational activities and personal hobbies that they engage in and, and various kinds of things be successful in all areas of life certainly academics important all these other areas are well too because once you learn successful behavior patterns you will apply that in many areas of your life and you become successful in many areas of life it's a growing thing it's a learning thing you're not born that way so it's up to parents to be very acutely aware of how to teach successful behavior in their children i've just given you the five steps that research Psychological research has found over the years 
throughout history to prevail as a major teaching component, a teaching style, a parenting lifestyle, so that not only do you as a parent become successful, but you teach your children to live a life of success and achievement and recognition. And as a result of that, they will make a contribution to the world in which they live, to the community in which they live, to the church which they attend, to the schools that they participate in, the organizations to which they join, and so on. We're not just looking at economic success, we're looking at life success. We're not looking at just the contribution in one area of life, but contributions on the part of a person in all areas of life. Kids can be successful. Parenting can be successful. But it needs to be addressed intentionally. Well, this has been the Psychology Report with Dr. Alan Hedberg. Thanks for joining me and listening to this. And um, certainly, I recommend my website, booksbyhedberg.com. Booksbyhedberg.com. In there, there is a number of books that I've written along this line of how parents can work with children to be successful and how they can adopt some of those principles themselves and be successful themselves. The book on parenting is called Doctor Teach Me to Parent. It's got many sections in there that have to do with teaching children the style of success. Book there on helping parents live a life that is uh, very successful in the area of social relationships and being uh, a person of value and assistance and help towards other people. Living life at its best is the title of it. Lessons from my father, learning from history, learning from other people. Lessons that can help you become a successful person. There's a number of books there that you can take a hold of and read. Or buy one and give it away for Christmas. Christmas is coming. Pick one up and um, you can order it right there off the website. So help yourself. This has been the Psychology Report. Bye for now.